Unfortunately, there was a lot of debt, I think, in, in my parents' life and marriage. And there was a lot of, boy, a lot of not coming together, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, I feel that there's a lot, even to this day, there's a lot of people that don't take their households as a team. It's, it's, they'll get married, they'll make kids, they'll make rules for the kids, they'll go to church or not go to church, and then finances. Mm -hmm. It is like a disgusting sin to talk about, it seems like. And even married people won't even discuss it. And then they'll even separate the monies that come in and then they'll pool what's needed for the bills. Mm -hmm. And I strongly discourage people to do that because working together on a goal is amazing. And that's, that's how we're here. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying we're in a great place. Somebody else could look and go, you guys are doing nothing. You guys are, you know there's always somebody better and I don't care. I just look at where I'm at and it's my yeah, it's dream. There is a lot of, a, a lot of families that are, um, you know, they, they don't really want to talk about finances openly with their, their children uh, or anyone outside the family. And then there are sort of these different, you know, cultures where that's what they do. They, they want, I've had friends growing up where, they openly talked about their finances and you know these are generally today are very successful people and i think that folks that that don't really explore their finances and explore ways of improving their income and if it's saving or it's it's income generation it's something that's improving if you don't talk about that stuff then it it doesn't it, it's like practice mm -hmm. if you don't talk about it you're not going to get any better at it perfect example i have not example i'll just use i'll just make this up if you and i are sitting here having this discussion and we have three other friends in here that we know and just hearing us talk about it and even in our hiccups we could talk about some successes mm -hmm. They could go home and go, whoops, dang, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> I mean, I, mm -hmm. when I, so I have to say, I got to give my wife props. I started listening to some, a little bit of talk radio and I really didn't care for it. But my wife, she used to drive back and forth a few hours to go see her parents and stuff. So she started listening to this, this person at his own talk radio, this pre podcast stuff, I guess. <laughs> but, um, she goes, you need to listen to it. I'm like, eh. Eh. And I did listen to it, and he ch and this guy changed my life. And and his name is Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. And what he uh, what you do in life is complex, but he shows you that it doesn't have to be complex. It might have to be hard work, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be complex. And he like breaks it down to where I could literally sit there when my now mind you, I'm not as I'm in better set than my parents were. So I looked at where I was at going, oh my goodness, I could try it and see what happens. And because I tried that, it gave me the opportunity to actually achieve a dream in my life that I didn't, I dreamt it, but I won't lie to you. I don't, I, even though I know during the time I would have said, oh, it's going to happen. But I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to find a way to make it happen. You know, I had to sacrifice, you know, yeah. I had to sell my sports car to be finally debt free of everything. Mm -hmm. And I miss it. Yeah. It's interesting. The, the concepts that Dave Ramsey uses, because uh, my wife and I went through, you know, part of his, his strategies. It wasn't, you know, we weren't officially a part of his program, but we were following his, his baby steps and, and it, and it allowed us to get almost entirely, you know, debt free. And, 
And the interesting thing about his program is just that it hits you not on a necessarily a mathematical side because it's not the most mathematically efficient way to get out of yeah. debt, but it's a very it's a very um uh, I would say human emotion way yes. of getting out of debt because he understands how humans are and the snowball effect is so important for your psyche to see massive chunks of debt rolling off because you've dedicated, you've taken what once was going to some other smaller debt and now that that debt's paid off, you roll that into the next debt and now you watch that debt just shrink dramatically and in, because it's yes. such a large amount going to that one. And you're not thing. even paying the interest on those other ones too, as they go. You yeah. know, you're not paying the man. Mm -hmm. And the, it's, I, it's so, he makes it sound so simple. Like it's not genius, but yeah. it's so genius well, because they really truly are like, it's an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. so that's why we brought up, nobody talks about it. Why? Because it's emotional. People don't want to be judged on what they do or don't do with money. Mm -hmm. And so I like to put it out there. I mean, I don't put it out there on everything, everybody, but I'm not bashful to. If somebody asks me, I'll tell you. You better believe it. I'll tell you how much I weigh too. I don't care. <laughs> I will tell you because guess what? If somebody goes, damn, oh shoot, well, maybe I should lose some weight, you yeah, know? Right. But because guess what? I could learn something. I mean, and guess what? Maybe they can learn something. Do you, do you remember the baby steps well enough to just quickly touch on them? Hmm. No, I remember the, no, I not off. No, I can't memorize them. No, no. So we've got here on, on the screen, the, the baby steps and I'll just read them off. Yes. Uh, baby step one, save a thousand dollars for your starter emergency fund. Step two, pay off all debt, except the house yes. using the debt snowball. So that snowball effect, that's, that's really, really important. Step three, save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. That one's really important because if you Very. if you suffer a loss of job or a medical issue, having that cushion is going to save your, your butt. Uh, baby step four, invest 15% of your household income into retirement. Yep. Most people, unless they have it taken out of their check at work, they're not saving into retirement. Very few people are actually saving into retirement. Scott, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm open. Well, feel free to read it. And so, I'll tell you afterwards. Uh, the next one, baby step five, save for your children's college fund. <laughs> now, uh, I, I don't think, disagree. With I, I think saving for your college, for your kids college fund is a great thing. And there's a debate on whether they should be going to college. And I feel if you're that still that saving up for one. it, yeah. If you're if you're saving up for it, even if they end up going to a trade school or something, that's still money that can get them started. It gives opportunity. I agree. To these kids. I feel that it should be a savings account for kids' future. Yeah, there you go. Baby step number six: pay off your home early. Now, the home generally, at least in today's era, I remember. I mean, I don't personally, but I recall people talking about the 70s, I think, was when interest rates went, like, a home mortgage was, like, 20% or something ridiculous. A good one was 15, yeah. 16. And we're at, like, a 4 or a 3 right now, something like that? I, even, I even less. If, even less. Right, if I went out right now, I'd probably get a 1 point something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but money is expensive if there's, if there's interest tied to it. So paying off your home early would save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. A couple hundred thousand. Yeah, well, because you're not paying that I'm, interest. I'm going to tell you, mm -hmm. so our house, we... So I, I'm, I'm trying not to discourage people. I think 
just like losing weight, if you want to get on a plan to lose weight, if you stick by your plan, you're going to have amazing results. Mm-hmm. The more you veer off that plan, your results are going to, you know, taper. But you can still get results. You could be 80% and still get results, just not as gazelle intense. Yeah. So my wife and I, we went gazelle intense through a lot of it to where we were debt free, except for the house. Then we kind of swayed off. We swayed off, you know, we want to put a little bit more money into our savings account, emergency fund, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessary, but we did. And, you know, we just did it. Maybe we owe a little bit more than 15% of our income to our home kind of thing. So we we're not the best followers. Mm -hmm. But even if we're not, oh my gosh, the opportunity because we did follow this because where we are is we're, we're debt free except for our house. I am a person that worries about my life expectancy on this mm-hmm. planet. My dad and my grandpa both died in their early 60s. Mm-hmm. And in 30 years, um, there's going to be a mortgage and I'm going to be dead. Mm-hmm. If I die when they die. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm planning on dying when they die, but... I like to look at the worst case scenario and go from that, kind of, unfortunately. That's... Yeah, you're also looking at the future of your family. So, right. And so I want to put on a 15-year loan. So Amy's like, no, that's not good because... Payments are higher on a 15-year. It is. And it broke a rule of Dave's because now we're mo- owing more of our house than the 15%, I think, of our income. I think that's what he says is when you buy a house, don't go buy... It may not be on the baby step, but mm. he says, don't go buy a house and spend more than blah, blah, blah percent of your income. And I think ours might be, but I'm done in 14 years. Mm-hmm. And how about this? I could also achieve that mm-hmm. payment because yeah. I'm debt-free. You're in a financial else. position to afford so, that. So, and because we have an emergency fund that's greater than this should be, and... Mm-hmm. I feel like, man, I'm setting myself up for the bottom to fall out, but it's not. But, but if not, I'd have 29 years left in my home. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's so soon is because we just refinanced to take care of our shop. Mm-hmm. That may not be something Dave would recommend either. Why not have us murder this house and pay it off in seven years mm-hmm. and then take care of it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I started a little late. That's why. And so I wanted to do some things that Mm-hmm. So, well, and the other thing is life is short. You just don't know. I don't. And I, I know, you know, I, I lost my, my younger brother. I think was he 20, I want to say six or seven. I can't remember. How many years ago was that? I had, uh, it was, it was a long what, time Scott, ago. Just, yeah. it had been the week before, I'm guessing here. It was recent. So last week or the week before last, I think about your brother a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't sit there in depth and think about yeah. things. But and he, I couldn't even think of how long ago it was. That's how that's how long yeah. ago it was. Well, I mean, he died at a pretty young age and I look at life as every single time I lose someone, I look at it as we just don't know okay. how much more time we have on here. Now, being responsible with some of these baby steps, I think is a very very positive thing and I think there's a certain stage where you get to understanding that you're you're relatively safe and comfortable at the same time and so you kind of relax a little bit on on these these steps the last step step number seven here says build wealth and then give and he's a very big proponent of dave ramsey is a big proponent of of giving yes because it feels good we you know humans are pretty altruistic and we want to give this whole thing is emotional and Mm -hmm. there's a part of that those of you who are interested in looking at national debt there is a a website and my eyes aren't very good 
Come on, Mr. Lasik, can you read what the <laughs> URL is up there? I what think is it? U.S. U.S. Lo- debt de- clock. Oh, I can't see that. Yep, U.S. Debt clock yeah. dot org, mm. and it's just a whole bunch of tickers, and they're uh, in different categories. U.S. U.S. national debt. There's a world debt. There's mortgage calculators, gold supply and demand, home sales. There's just a whole bunch of statistics. And I don't know how accurate all of these are because you can compare this to, you know, other websites. And you're, you're going to get in the general ballpark. This continues to calculate, which gives you a little freak out because you but can see the national I just debt. saw $400,000 go up, and I'm talking in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> For the national debt? Yes. Yeah, so we're talking trillions. And when you're talking about numbers in that size, when you're talking 100,000, that's like nothing. But it's, it's ticking pretty fast. Our, our national debt, according to this, this little clock here, it says it's $28 trillion. Now, I would say, based on some other information, it might be like 26-ish. It doesn't change the scare factor for me. When you're talking trillions of dollars, that's a that's an enormous amount because you know we were talking earlier about Dave Ramsey and getting out of debt and how impactful that is for your own personal finances. As a country, that is significant. You're as a federal government, you're responsible for so much more and to be as irresponsible as this floors me. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. And until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.